Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Oh my God! Hey! Yeah! <laughs> what is happening? Thanks for checking out Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show podcast. Her daily at 1059thebrew.com. And that's, uh-huh. uh, that's about it. That's about all I got. That's all we are. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. We're just like this podcast. We get loaded every morning. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I should probably turn Buster S. Marcus's mic on. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Marcus is on a new microphone today because uh, I guess the one that I gave him broke. I mean, it, look, it worked fine yesterday. It's one of those things that I put everything to sleep up here last night. I actually shut my computer down, which is something I rarely do. Everything was quiet and in its own place for 12 silent hours. I came back up here and nothing worked. So, Dude, yesterday um, we were having technical issues too. Like like this, nothing would record in the studio yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today, everything's fine. And I don't know if, because I sent a trouble ticket in. I don't know if they fixed it without me knowing or if it just fixed itself. But yesterday it was like one thing after another. An engineer who works, in, who uh, is based in Pennsylvania is trying to help me with this. We got this new software and it's all jacked up, you know, so uh, just things aren't transmitting from one mm. location to the other and uh you know um sorry i started reading something i got distracted uh we were Jesus having technical Christ. difficulties all day yeah and so he tried to he tried to um like patch into my computer right you know like with the ip address that wouldn't work so then we tried to use team viewer that wouldn't work so then we tried to use teams that wouldn't work nothing was working for us yesterday so this guy eventually started paging each other. So he called me uh, uh, on. We video chatted over face over Facebook. Anything possible. And that's how he helped me with my problem yesterday because nothing was working correctly. I don't know. This must something must have been in the system. It must have been Skynet in the system. Mm-hmm. Well, that energy took about uh, twenty four hours to make its way to Eugene, and here we are. Yeah. And it who sucks. knows? Rest the microphone. Try it again later when you have it's probably all your, your. It's probably your breath. I got this breath screen, dude. You can see it right here. I, I shield all my microphones from my breath. I love that. I'm not even going to fight you on it. I've got a screen. <laughs> We're good. My shit's rotten. Rust the metal. <laughs> this metal is Got to have this screen. I got the durable mic. Well, Marcus, I was going to say we should play some PUBG tonight. But that would be a lie. Pan a couple of dudes in the head, but uh, there's no way. I've got five hours of television to watch. i got The Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier to watch. Then that four-hour Justice League movie. Don't have time for you. I don't have time to pan it's fools. Four, four hours? Four that hours. Four hours. Yeah, the, it's, the, uh, it's the director's cut, and um, or the Zack Schneider edition. Original the, director's cut. The original cut. director's cut. And yeah, it's four hours and two minutes long. So that's including credits. So I'm guessing credits, what, 10 minutes, eight to 10 mm-hmm. minutes? Yeah, so 350 yeah. or so. 
that's aggro, dude. I mean, they put out a whole like mob movie on Netflix that was only three hours long, and that just that about seemed crazy. Me, the thing is, is I this mean, has chapters, so think of it. They they said think of it like a miniseries, like a four okay, part or no, it's a six part miniseries. They said think of it like that. So you're just gonna put your head down and bowl through the whole thing in one night. That makes. sense. I'm gonna try, but I'm also gonna be drinking. And let's be honest, even if I do make it through, there's gonna be you know ch- chapters three through six. I'm not gonna remember. Mm-hmm. There'll be enough alcohol that you'll finally get it all by about Tuesday of next week. <laughs> and as you just start picking up a little more and a little more. But I'm excited to see it because the reviews are really, really good. I only went, uh, read one negative review, and that was from I think it was Entertainment Weekly. And Everything else was really good. And that. Seem to love it, so it's rated R. I like to see a rated R Batman, just Batman fucking people up. I don't think it's a coincidence that these all came out today either. I mean, what else would somebody who does like you know today is the beginning of the NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. If you don't want to watch basketball, there's a lot of that being force fed into your face right now. So for an alternative idea of something to do, it just it's a strange coincidence that yeah. all this greatness comes out the same day that the tournament is. So, I mean, I don't think that they were worried about losing too much of their uh, audience to daytime basketball watchers. It's, it's yeah. actually quite brilliant. Also, these studios, I think, are, are, cra- are just uh, cramming a bunch of stuff in right now. Because, you know, last Short year... Short schedule, lots last, of inventory. Right. You got a lot of stuff, so you just got to... I mean, that's why, from my, I believe starting today, we're getting new Marvel material new Marvel material every week until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the... Loki TV show because they were saying that that's that's tracking to be Marvel's best TV show yet. Well, people loved it, WandaVision and so far they're liking Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. And thank God it's all coming in free. Well, free, you know, we pay for the subscription. Yeah. But you know, like the new Disney movie they came out with, that still is not available to Disney subscribers. So every well, which, time, which one's that? It's the one with like the dragon or whatever. It's it's brand new. I'd I have to look. Is it, up. it called? It's brand new, new. It's not. It's not called the Courier, and it's not called the Last Call. I really don't think it's either of those. No, it's called Raya the and the Last Dragon. Okay. And so when you go to Disney Plus, you know, like my kids do the same thing. I I go, all right, pick a Disney movie, only a movie, no shows, ready go, and we start to go through it. It shows it right there at the beginning. It's the first thing you see. And so the kids ask for it every day. You tell them, well, we can't get that yet. And then they say why, and you explain that you're stingy. <laughs> and then they tell you, Dad, that's not cool. And we do that every night. So I'm glad. How long has it been there? Oh, this is the second week. So I don't know how long they're going to do this to us. But don't yeah. put it on. If you, if you want us to pay, that's fine. Don't put it right before Frozen. Like on the guide, you you know what you're doing. That's their trick. They mm-hmm. you know your parents yeah. until they buy it. I mean, this is the last dragon. I get that, but so I why is that that you you pay for a subscription? Is it so? Is everybody have to rent it right now? Is there no subscription tier that actually gets you that movie for free? Is that how they're doing it? I don't think so. Yeah, it's premium access, but in order to get premium access, you have to single buy that. Just like you, if you were on Amazon or on your Comcast. You know, like we're right. in the normal library where you would purchase films, it just doesn't seem fair. I did read uh, last week, maybe a week before that, it might have been even before that. I think we talked about it on the air. HBO Max is working on a uh, lower tier for people who can afford, you know, can't afford the bigger one. Oh, okay. You know, so it'll be you like know, HBO Lite. Yeah, like five bucks a month or something compared to the 10 or 15 or whatever it and is. And you can access certain titles, but just not the These, low hanging fruit yeah these streaming services have to know 
we can't have 15 streaming services. That's basically paying for cable. You've got to start bundling these up. Not everyone can have their own streaming service. First, it was Netflix and like Hulu, I think, were like the OGs, right? Mm-hmm. And and now everybody, there's CB, CBS All Access and Paramount Plus and Hulu and Netflix and I mean, Apple and Amazon. It goes on and on and on. It's too much. You Some of these have to merge eventually. I, I want to watch the morning show on Apple Plus. I'm not getting Apple Plus just for that TV show. Yeah, it's in there should be an avenue and we looked this up today where you could just go pay five bucks and watch that show like that. Would, wouldn't that make more yeah, sense? I went. I thought I, I thought you could buy the morning show on DVD. So I went to go online to buy it. No, no, because that's the draw to get you to get Apple Plus, obviously. This is the so. cheese on the stick. Uh, maybe they'll put that out eventually, but I'm just not going to get a streaming service for one show. I want to see some of those Star Trek shows on CBS All Access. I'm not getting CBS All Access just for Picard. Mm hmm. Which dork uh, dork alert? You can watch some, so you can get you you can scratch your itch on Netflix. Oh, okay. So you can get a little bit. Uh, actually, I think you can get a handful of seasons, just not everything. I actually watched a, a Star Trek episode, The Next Generation, the other day, and it was really good. I hadn't, I hadn't seen that episode. You're Data like went, well written. It was. Re- it's corny because it's 1990s. There's a budget. It's TV. You know. Yeah, it's been 20 years. But or the writing, more, 30. the writing on that show is really good because everything is. As scientifically accurate as possible. It's authentic, you know. And so, but it was a, like data goes back in time to like, uh, like uh, San Francisco during the gold rush, and it was just really well written. I liked it. I was like, I want to watch more of this nerdy ass shit. I like that. Hell yeah! And your it, flicks has at least that se- that group of seasons. It's kind of funny that you mentioned that Tanner. That you know, it's it's starting to get overwhelming with all of the streaming services. I've been slowly kind of trying different ones out. Like I had, uh, I was subscribed to Sling during the football season because it was the only way that I could get NFL Red Zone um, on my TV without, you know, going through Comcast or something like that. And I kept Dish this whole time because I got a really good deal on my Dish. I pay 100 bucks a month for Dish Network. I get, you know, some 300 channels or something like that. I don't watch most of them, but I get all my ESPN and all of my, you know, your Comedy Central and your Discovery Channel and shit like that that I like to watch. And my wife asked me the other day, she's like, why do we still have Dish? And I told her, I was like, it's kind of coming full circle right now. If we were to get every single TV show that you wanted, we would be paying more per month than we're paying for Dish right now. So mm. I'm just, as you see, this whole cord cutting thing, it only works until everybody's in on it. And then all of a sudden you're right back where you started with a network, but you had all these bundles you're and like, you could get all the shit that you wanted anyway. How do I and fuse so, these cords back together? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know. I'm still, I'm kind of going diamond hands on this whole dish thing, man. Dish has treated me really well. They've been always been uh, super quick with customer service and everything. And they locked me in at this price for like years on end. And I just, it'll never go up. And so, I, I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you this. I enjoyed Sling for one thing. I watched one thing on Sling, and that was NFL Red Zone. Uh, I never turned it on other than that. And it was, you know, it's like 30 bucks a month. That's not cheap. It's a lot. So, if HBO. you would have said Sling to me and asked me what that was, I would have guessed food delivery. I had no clue. <laughs> uh, HBO Max, I already had HBO. You know, so I think once you ha- once you subscribe to the... HBO, right in. you already get it, so uh, that's why I have that. So here's Mike Schneider's Justice League. The studio, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't want to know. If we, we already shot a movie. It came dollars into this. You know, there's a lot, a lot of money on the line. Yeah. Schneider said, ah, I'll just edit it at my house, and then we'll see what they say afterwards. And that's exactly what he did. Got in my head that um, there was some 
trepidation from the studio about whether we should do this at all. And so I thought, you know what we'll do? Let's just do it at the house. Just edited the movie at his house. Pretty awesome. So when you watch that tonight, just know that was done in Zack Schneider's home studio. Yeah, don't lose sleep thinking he did it in a duplex, though. But people have been doing that for a while. It was, uh, I think it was the second to last Transformers movie that Michael Bay directed. Uh, I follow him on Instagram, and he's, he posts a ton of shit from his house on Instagram. Lives right there on the water in Miami. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. Zero problem working from home if that's the scenario. <laughs> right. And, right, right. It's and so the he, studio he was going to edit it in is worth 15000 less than the studio he decided to. <laughs> It in. So, uh, so he was editing with people who were based in Hollywood, but he's in Miami. So uh, he, they were showing that he's got the, this was years ago, three to five years ago, at least they were showing that he had this video uplink that was super fast, real time. There was no hesitation. As soon as they said it, he heard it. You know what I mean? Vice versa. Yeah. And they could see everything that he was editing at home and he could see everything that they were editing at the studio in Hollywood. So cool. And to have that years ago. To years ago, and so, and they were shown that that's how he edited the movie. So one, maybe even the last two Transformers movies were edited at his house, you know, in this badass home studio that just looked like a bedroom converted into a studio. Because once you're accustomed to it, you don't want to go back. No way. Honestly, I have a, I have a studio built at my house right now. Uh, the only reason Drew and I haven't done the whole show there is I don't have all the gear for the full morning show. I can do it myself. You know, like when we did the show from, you know, we had to go quarantine. I was at home. Drew was at his house. I can run the full morning show from my house. I just need, you know, like the bells, thing that, and, whistles. The bells and whistles, like the, the thing that controls the sound effects and the phones and uh, the lube, the lube. I mean, just the little things Marcus that make, needs lots of makes lube. the morning complete. Completion. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, you know, probably even sometime this year or next, we'll Drew and I will be doing the show from my house at least once or twice a week. And if you thought we were intoxicated now, no, wait till we've got I no mean, boss in the building. There's just nobody to do a breath checker. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bitch. Hell yeah, bitch. By then, my kids will be walking home from school. No pickup. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, how to unlock your iPhone with Face ID when you're wearing a mask. There's a TikTok user who explained how to do that in a video. Are you also annoyed with not being able to unlock your phone when you're wearing a mask? Go to your settings and go to Face ID and Passcode. Here it's possible to set up an alternative appearance. Put on a mask, but only on one half of your face. First do one half of your face, and then do the other half of your face. And there you go, you're oh. all done. Now it's possible to unlock your phone, even when you're wearing a mask. I wonder if that will work for my Galaxy, because I got to try. Because I can't unlock it with my mask on. That's how I unlock my phone with my yeah, face. Yeah, and you have to do like a little quick pull down. Or I've just put my code in so many times. <laughs> yeah. You're in a Safeway, and I got a. I've got a shopping list from Amy. I'll put that code in 35 times. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I need to do what this lady's doing. It's She's a great like, idea. Now you can open your phone, and so can everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I love I that stuff. The, the face recognition for very long. I I tried it; it was okay, but I just I don't like 
feeling like I have to almost take a selfie just to get my damn phone open when I have these two perfectly good thumbs that are so good at pounding out a little code. I had the thumbprint, too, I thought was kind of neat. You just put your yeah. thumb right on it, boop, it's open. I like that. The They uh, did away with that on the iPhone, I think, because we really? used to have them. But we I wonder even, if it's we, not... Uh, we don't have a circle anymore. I wonder. Yeah, I don't have it either on mine. But so when it says you have to do it, it just like a little puts a spot. Up it'll there. P- it'll put a place where your thumb is supposed to go, and then you just put your thumb right here. Oh, I'm sure. There's so right where, where that dot it. was usually at. Okay. Because my phone doesn't have that anymore. The Galaxy 20s don't have that thing either. So yeah. it, it just gives you a thing, but it's not. See, with the ones with the button, you could put your f- finger there and then feel it like think. Yeah, and you that little. It, yeah. That was actually satisfying. That was a satisfying yeah, feeling. Very satisfying. That was as close as I ever got to climax at those times. Very Pavlovian response that you guys developed to that little that little feel on your thumb. Yeah, I love it. And yeah, so, like when you, you type in, you know, I I like when I type in when I'm texting. This is what I hated about uh, these screens at first because I liked feeling the button press when I was texting people and knowing, okay, I hit that T, mm-hmm. I hit that letter. It's completion, you, know? you can move on. With the screens, you couldn't feel anything, but with the little vibrate, you can feel. You got it back. So. But you could text one hand in your lap with an old phone. I mean, you could yes. get a whole sentence out and not feel like you were going to kill your neighbor. Can't Smartphones right. came out and we were maiming each other. <laughs> what happened? It's funny. That was, I mean, I distinctly remember being in high school driving around what was probably a death trap, an old 1972 Chevy with a big engine in it, and texting. But I was never, I never took my eyes off the road. Because you were type, you were pounding those Nokia keys, you know, had to hit the the whatever it is, the nine four times to get an S yeah. or whatever. Oh, yes, I remember I that. I forgot about triple slam. I remember that. You Holy knew where crap. those letters were though, because you only had the keypad of of you know ten buttons, and so I didn't ever have to look at what I was texting when I was texting and driving as a kid. I was very safe texture driver. Whatever. Now on the other hand, Drew said people are being made. What happened to Nokia? It's still around, isn't it? It almost turned into a meme stock in uh, GameStop. Oh, there's some Ikea ringtones. There it is. Yep, they're, uh, yeah. They have been a part of this whole, like, hey, buy up that crappy stock. So they had a couple blips on the radar Oh, they did? But I feel like they had a corner on this. Remember you could switch out your faces? American flag with an eagle on it. Oh, this was the uh, ringtone from 2011-2016. This must have been an option. This can't have been the official ringtone. Jesus. Christ, Larry, turn that off! That's horrible. (laughs) I would throw my Nokia out the window, and it would be fine, but I would throw it out the window. Here's 2017. All right. Why is it techno? And a little porno at the end there. You know what music makes me... Uh, I don't know why I've started thinking about this. I guess just music that reminds you of things. Anytime I hear the original Mario Nintendo music, I crave pizza. Um, and you it's have be- a nostalgia connection. Because when I was a kid... this it is, There it is. I want pizza right now. So... My, my grandmother would constantly take me to Mazio's Pizza in Dallas, Texas. This, was, this is the reason I'm fat. Or I was. Because of Mazio's Pizza. I, my, I would ask Momo to take me there every day, and 90% of the time she would. It was great. So at, Momo's a What? I said Momo's a saint. She was a saint. She died at 98. May she, you know, rest in peace. And she, uh, you know, we'd go there, and 
they this is back when Mario was still in the arcade. Like we had the arcade, and so I'd go and fucking play Mario, and I would get like to level two because I wasn't yeah. any good. And, and then Mazios. I'd go eat pizza, Mazios. Oh, I want a thin crust pepperoni. You know, doesn't, that, doesn't music like you know remind you of things when you were a kid, Marcus? Like a song? Oh, absolutely. That that second part of that when you drop down into the sewer, that song slaps so hard, and it does just remind me of you know sitting in front of the the. Uh, TV. I don't get the food nostalgia as much because I didn't have any fast food anything in my town growing up. So I, I might have twice. that should it have been something that we would do all the time, but it was like if we were going to order a pizza, you know, you didn't get like Domino's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have any of those memories. His was like, you know, dad made brisket. <laughs> yeah, in small ass town. Yeah, do 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 do. I loved this game. Do, 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 do. The beginning of the game is so associated with that first coin that you blink, uh -huh. and then the first level up mushroom. Oh, wait, that's a that's a life. That's a life one up. One that's up. the coin. Yeah, and when you get you get big right there, and it's all go 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 go. Mm -hmm. It's in the song in my head. Like it doesn't play there, but it it's a bling 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 bling. bling. Yeah, bling. And then in the third bling, one, bling, you remember bling, bling, bling. when you got that. Raccoon tail, and the first time oh, you ever lie. Mario Three's, I don't know. I really liked Mario Two. People, most people hated Mario Two. I liked it. You could be the princes and glide, but Mario Three was dope. I think Mario Three might be my favorite at the top of my Mario. Super Mario though is pretty great. Oh gee, yeah, for Super can we, can Nintendo. We oh, okay. Can we discuss you being the only person in the world that likes Mario Two? I know because it was originally a different. It game. It was a different game, and they just threw that on there. I love it. I guarantee. Okay, I say. I will say this. I hate every other character other than the princess because you could glide with her. Yes, but I really, really like Mario too. Everyone can eat a dick. All right. I'm, When's I'm the last Mario time you too. sampled it? Oh Jesus! Years ago, I'm guessing because it's kind of like you know you got to go pull a turnip out of the ground. Yeah, and you get, yeah. I mean, it's of course I'm not going to enjoy it. As At I the same did, level. yes. But uh, I, you know, you could dig through the sand. I liked that. Mm -hmm. I like. There was another game you could do that. Was it Dig Dug? That was kind of like Dig that. Dig Dug. Yeah, you yeah. go play Dig Dug for that your sand fun. digging. You go play, you know, FarmersOnly.com for your turnip pulling or whatever. It's <laughs> you don't need Mario for it. I feel like they bastardized the name. Mario <laughs> Two does not belong. See, we didn't have an embarrassment of riches when it came to video games, and there were four of us fighting over what there was, so uh -huh. it, beggars couldn't be choosers. If you had Mario 2 at the house, you played Mario 2. <laughs> you, you weren't about to whine and say, I'm not playing this. It's not like a, you know, the younger child won't eat out of blue bowls. You had to take what you were given. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 soundtrack. Uh, there it is. I recognize. Yeah, I could glide with that little chick. Still a genius in the orchestra pit. Yeah, let's be honest. The music, whether you whether you like the actual film, the yeah, soundtrack was fantastic. You don't talk down on this. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Whoa! <laughs> I chose friends as a kid. If I went over to a friend's house and they had Mario Two on the Nintendo, I never went back. <laughs> Well, fine. You're not coming back to my house. All right. Man, I remember you'd go you'd go to a friend's house who had better stuff than you and uh -huh. like you walk in there's a Super Nintendo with Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on it and you're like, "How am I going to oh, yeah. get in front of that TV and get a controller?" Or the guy who had the running pad. Oh yeah. And but that was tired. Or the glove. 
and hardly anyone had the glove. I didn't know anybody with the glove personally. Dude, and I think, uh, let me look. I think those on those gloves on eBay are like redonkulous. What's the movie that launched Mario Three? Is it The Wizard with uh, Fred Savage and the the oh, dork kid who could play games? Yeah, I think that's the wizard. I, I know I know what movie you're talking about. I just can't like place the title, but I it, think you're it's right. It's called The Wizard, 1989. Tanner, have you not seen I don't this? think I've seen that. Oh my god, this thing will roll you up in nostalgia and smoke you. So the Nintendo Power Glove just just because I know you guys are interested. Um <laughs> anywhere between like seventy and hundred and twenty dollars. The only reason I brought up that movie is he wears the power glove in the wizard. I do remember. Is it Fred Savage? Does yes, okay. Yes. I'm, I maybe I have seen that. And I remember Fred Savage in the Power Glove. The whole thing is about Dude, that he's super good at video games, and they're going to launch a brand new video game where all the best vid kids show up, and it's Mario Three, and it's how far you can get. And they somehow made a movie, and somebody you know, getting a raccoon <laughs> tail, they're flying. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey! I, I had this thing that for the Super Nintendo. It was called the Super Scope 6. It was like a bazooka type thing. Nice. And it came with I six remember games. It. I never had it. it I, I liked it a lot, uh, but it was kind of a fad, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, it had six different games, and it was really good. Super Scope 6. I love it. You weren't allowed to watch Ninja Turtles, but you could have a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> it's all as long as it's in its lane. Yeah, I don't know why my mom wouldn't let me watch some that things. Stuff. Yes, some things no. By the time I started playing Nintendo, she had loosened up a little bit. But it was when we were lived in Texas, you mm-hmm. know. Can't fight it forever. Oh, and I couldn't watch Ninja Turtles. Oh, if she caught me watching Beavis and Butthead. Oh boy. My parents were just thoroughly annoyed when those things were on. But we didn't have cable for very often at a time, so they didn't have to worry about it. Let's get back to the yeah. music. But this video is Super Mario Brothers 2 theme music extended for 10 hours. Oh, so you can you can sleep to it. I mean, who needs the sound of a rainforest or uh, you know, fog? You need you need this. Do you guys recognize this game music? Nothing That's, yet. I, that was it. There's more. Wait. Is this gun smoke? No. It's oh, Super no. Nintendo. You're no, but you're in that realm, I guess. I, it's, uh, it's not Street Fighter. Oh, is this Cruising USA or no? Uh, that's a good one too. Cruising, Cruising USA. That's that good one, but that's not oh. it. What? Is it, is it Contra? No, it's not Contra. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. BA select start for 30 lives. 
This is Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Now, this is another game because the Super Nintendo, when I said what people have that you don't have, I never owned one. Oh. So I was only allowed to play at neighbor's houses. This is, well, this is during the era where my dad was done. And, uh, yeah. And he had already. Because that's right, because there's two boys above you. I forget. Yeah. He so had dealt the, with this shit already. And the NES cords that he would take, that was the end of it. He was done buying consoles, yeah. so I had to go to the neighbors. So, Donkey Kong Country. Great game. Groundbreaking graphics. They I remember. Were. When this came out, this looked incredible. It was like, oh my god, 3D monkeys! And I played this, I'm telling you, hours and hours and hours on end. And you connect Donkey. those bananas. Yeah, right? yeah. And Diddy Kong was the fun Diddy one. Diddy Kong, DK. Yeah, I remember you know, it now. You brought up Contra. I honestly don't remember the Contra music. So it's Contra a lot like that. It's just kind of polyphonic and it's unexciting. And NES, so. it was pretty big time when it was on the NES with the when you get the triple beam gun. Oh, I recognize this now. I love that. I love that. Get it, get it. I love this. That's great. This is before Dolby Digital. <laughs> that's that's great. I love that. Oh boy. That's great. What other games are we let's just you know just write that while you might as well go get some Street Fighter. Street Fighter? I remember that either. I'm sure I'll... It's like once you hear it, you go, oh, yeah. I remember being a crispier song, like more... Yeah. You win. You lose. Ryu versus Ken. Charlie. <laughs> Fire and uppercut. I think we covered a lot of those sound effects. Yeah. I mean, the game was great. I like being Blanca because then you need a dude to jump at you, then you just shock the shit out of him. Yeah, you could also do that with Guile, the <laughs> Sonic Boom! Or with E Honda, you just do that fucking hand thing. Yad, 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 yad. yad. Chun Li, too, the kicks. <laughs> she was actually awesome to play with. She'd do that little thing where her legs would spin around. Yeah, Chung Lee was in the movie. I pretty sure she was. She was hot too. You know, movie. I just sent you uh, a, another one, Tanner, because Drew brought up Super Nintendo and totally stoked the fire for me. Um, I sent you the oh. full soundtrack, Turtles in Time. This is good. Which was a great game on the Super Nintendo. Good. You can kind of hear the original theme in there. We actually were the band right there. That was ooh, ooh. I don't know. This is this is kind of a deep cut. I really liked this game. I don't know if anybody will remember this one. Good old Battle Toads. Oh, dude. The original controller wrecker. Like I, think I wrecked my first controller to this game. Because the surfboard level's impossible to beat. Oh, the that's right. for me. Do you got any Mega? Uh, what, what was it? Mega called? Man. Mega Man. 
Mega Man 3 was my Mega jam. Man 3 was the jam. Mega Man 3 music. I do not remember. Let's see if it rings a bell or yeah. something. Yeah. Mega Man 3. Oh, yeah. Yes. I want an I want an original Nintendo. How much are they? Cuz I saw you can get the tiny ones. It's got all the games already on it. Nice. Dude, this is a jam. If I Remember this? I would have played this at my wedding. <laughs> First dance. 140. Uh, looks like. Oh, wait, hold on. Now it's getting intense when you fight a boss. Bubble Man. Wow, on bestgiftsandgadgets.com, you can get. 600 games, the classic Nintendo, for $40. God, you know what I just noticed? There's a fine line between when this song is great and then all of a sudden... SHUT want, IT OFF! You want to give up all the detonator codes. It's torture. Oh, you don't like it now? I think it's gotten to me, yes. Ooh, what about... Do you guys, do you guys ever play Star Fox? Uh, They're I going did, down Absolutely. That's a 64 game, right? Yeah. Star Fox was also a game with groundbreaking graphics when it came out. But it also had no continues. Oh, that's right. You couldn't. You had to start from the very beginning. Why did they? Time. Why would they do that? It isn't until later they realized level ten doesn't get played if you don't use continues. Right. All that programming for nothing. For nothing. For the six people who beat it. Yeah, now we're getting deep. Yeah. I, I played that game a lot, and I barely remember that. Well, if That's before we get like off... the mediocre gamers there, because I beat that game, and I played that last That game level, was hard so to beat. Mark, I remember Star Fox was hard to beat. This skull goes back to the fact that he had no fast food, no stoplight. Yeah. He had lots of time to beat those levels. Did you guys really... Like, what year... How old were you when you finally ate McDonald's for the first time? Well, I was born here in Eugene, so I mean, I'd had Happy Meals and stuff as a kid. But okay, yeah, young, what, like, what year was it when Enterprise Oregon finally got a McDonald's? Enterprise Oregon still doesn't have a McDonald's. Holy, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, dude, they got one Subway. You're telling me they've yeah. got to have a McDonald's. McDonald's are everywhere. There was two different establishments that have surfaced in that town. There's a Dairy Queen for less than two well, years. Every tiny town has a Dairy Queen. Yeah, I think even it, if it's just for a bit. I think it's state law. The building has to stay. And they still have the subway that my sister and I both worked at when we were in high Jesus. school. Jesus. And there's no dairy, there's no McDonald's in Enterprise. The closest McDonald's is 62 miles, which equates to about an hour and 20 minutes what away. What an awful place to live. Over a mountain pass. Like, that's it's serious. Like, there'd be times when I was living in Enterprise that if you didn't have serious traction tire ability, you couldn't get to a McDonald's. Did you guys ever just... <laughs> Crazy. Did you guys ever just go... Like, hey, you know oh, yeah. what? We're making We're a day trip. Because you're saying it's that 62 minutes each way? Yeah, it was. So LeGrand is 63 uh, miles from Enterprise, and and it would take a little over an hour because of the mountain pass. You had to slow down in some places. How many to get there? How many people are in that city? Uh, 2,000. You think that's enough for a McDonald's? Uh, probably not. No, but obviously not, close. because it's been sitting at 2,000 since I was a kid, and we still don't have a McDonald's. Well, you know the <laughs> influx of people are like, yeah, they got a whole new uh, subdivision they're building out there in Enterprise. They, uh, yeah. Or they, they don't have a McDonald's, but they do have a Cabela's Superstore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ammo House has been open. Yeah. 
and it's open 24. <laughs> yeah, but you asked if we would ever do that. That became a thing once everybody got their driver's license. And I was one of the, well, I was the first one in my group of friends that was in my class to have a driver's license. And so we would constantly load up. I had that 1972 Chevy with a bench seat. So I'd load up two or three buddies in that thing and off we'd go to Legrand you know, hit up KFC or hit up Taco Bell or hit up uh, McDonald's. And then we'd go to Walmart and um, <laughs> my buddy used to steal things from Emporium. You guys remember Emporium? Uh, I, I remember it. I didn't spend much time in an Emporium. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he was stealing things until one day we were driving back to Enterprise in the truck and he pulls down his jeans and he's like, check it out. And he's got three pairs of board shorts on under his jeans that he went into the dressing room and stole from this place. I was right. like, all right, you're never coming back here with me. So we <laughs> went to McDonald's with other people after that. We left the thief at home. God. Um, there's a man on TikTok. Do that when people commit crimes and then let you know after the fact that you were a party to it? Yeah, I've been, there, I've been in that situation before. I fucking permission. hate those friends. I hate those friends. Those people aren't my friends anymore. I, you know, <laughs> it was when you were a kid, you, I dealt with a lot of that. This kid named Robbie, little fucker. Just constantly being a criminal. Yeah, I just couldn't, you know, hang out with him anymore. He was just constantly getting me in trouble when I didn't do anything. I was too much of a pussy to do anything. See, if I was Marcus in that car with the three pairs of shorts, I'd be like, you're giving me a pair of those board shorts, or I'm telling on you, and not the pair that's touching your dick. <laughs> uh, there, there's a TikTok user named Eric Sticks. He posted a video of himself feeding a raspberry, uh, feeding raspberry jelly to an opossum that stuck its head in its window. Um, then he's saying a sea shanty to it. Oh. To the oh, sorry, got an email. Yep. Very nice. Uh, here's the sea shanty. There once were preserves of raspberry that I portioned out on a fork for free for a friend who can't catch rabies. The possum at my window. Soon may the marsupial come for crackers and jelly, om nom nom nom. <laughs> and when the snacking is done, he'll scream and eat some ticks. I don't have another verse yet. That's pretty good, though. Yes. First verse, pretty good, man. Pretty That's amazing. <laughs> I feel like possums get a bad rap, man. My entire. Uh, the, this the entire is, a, this is another example of being in a small town. Yeah, he's oh, possums get possums. a bad rap. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I, this wasn't in a small town. This was in Eugene. I, in college, we had a possum that lived in our backyard. We named him Barry. And he would keep, like, he he scared raccoons away and shit like that. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. It was, a, he was, it was a very symbiotic relationship. He never got closer than the fence to the house. And mm -hmm. we would see him walking in the dark, and he would turn and look at us. And we were out, you know, playing beer pong or smoking weed on the back porch. And we'd be like, what's up, Barry? And then Barry would go back in the blackberry bush, and he was just our buddy. And I, I like, I've always felt since then. And maybe it was all the drugs I was doing in college, but I've always felt since then that the possums were a little underrated. It's true. You did a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. You're like, we're, we have a bond. Well, the possum eats your garbage, if that's what you want to call that. And you're high on I bath mean, salts. I you take it out. So Everyone's I your friend when you're high on bath salts. Mm -hmm. The gravity bong, five minutes before a meeting with that <laughs> ferret or whatever the <laughs> did hell you get? Wait, what was his name again? Barry. Barry. Barry the opossum. I always felt like if he talked, he would be like... Yeah, like a super deep voice, like uh, Barry White is kind of what I was thinking mm -hmm. there. And so I, I don't know why, but but it's funny that you mentioned the gravity bong, Drew, because we had the five-gallon bucket gravity bong right inside the door, and we would step out and blow the smoke outside, and that's where Barry would be. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Thank you. college. <laughs> <laughs> gravity bong. Uh, all right, let's get to Marcus's um, thing. Uh, wait, what's it called? 
Oh. Real fake, fake real. Yeah, go ahead. If you could, sing it. It's real so, fake, fake real news. You're singing it like a... Honey, ha, ha. See? What's that from news? I'll buy another. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's from a Newsies. Newsies. That's me, Siga. You'll steal another. Hey, Bama's wing on works to do. I could stop. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for Marcus's segment, Real Fake News. I'm excited to hear what Drew has to say about this one because he has uh, daughters. Mm-hmm. Did you know that executives at Instagram are planning to build a version of the popular photo sharing app that is meant to be used by children under the age of 13, according to an internal company post obtained by BuzzFeed News? Um, it's essentially current Instagram policy forbids children under the age of 13 from using the service, so they're going to build one for children under the age of 13. As a dad that's going to have kids there at some point, Drew, how does that make you feel? Would you allow your daughters to have an Instagram page that's only meant for them and their little friends? Or does the whole, just the whole thought of it kind of freak you out? I think it's about access. You know, if 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 my kids have a page where they're able to post things in a controlled environment where we're there present while they're young, where it's pictures and stuff to kind of memorialize the early part of their life, that's one thing. It's another thing for them to have direct direct access to strangers on Instagram behind my back. Because until you're old enough to take care of yourself, I'll take care of you. Um, so I don't love the idea, but I'm also not going to go full on tight britches and say you can't have things if the regulations are correct. If I like what Instagram's going to do and, and not let adults message yeah, no you know, DMs to my kids. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'll hit you with the car. Instagram's going to uh, do this thing where unless you're friends with the person, an adult cannot message someone under 18. Mm-hmm. Which even when you're friends with the person, like why are you as an adult, 44 years old, texting someone who's 15? And I liked the second layer you had explained to where if it's like an influx, they'll tell you in your DMs. Right. If there's somebody who's in his 40s and he's liking and, and sharing or, you know, friending a bunch of people who are not in his age group, that should be a red flag. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it is, right? I would and assume I think that that's a- what one of the things that they're thinking about doing is notifying these people like, hey, so you know this creep who's saying all these nice things to you on here is doing it to 40 other girls yeah. under 18. Yeah. I, I don't I only concern with this here. My, my concern with this here is, how easy is it on every single social network? And I, I'm literally talking about all of them because there are no exceptions to this rule. How easy is it to make a fake account it's, that doesn't Very have easy. your name, an email? You just go onto Gmail, you type in a new Gmail thing, ding dong fart head at gmail.com, and you all of a sudden have an Instagram. He's account. got how that guy's got believe- dank memes. <laughs> yeah. But you have to release that because what's stopping an adult that is over 13 from making a fake account and getting into this app and infiltrating? Well, it depends. It depends on how criminal it is, because if it's criminal, IP addresses come into play and then we know where the the root of something is. And it might be a fake account, but it's on the same laptop as Brian Stevenson here in Roanoke. Well, no, sure, and, and I get that, and I'm glad that we have those that recourse to be able to find a person like that. But my point is, if you're building a platform that is only for under 13 kids, you are also building a platform for predators that are only looking for kids under 13. Fair and point. that's what I'm saying is like it might be a little bit too much of a draw for creeps. Maybe, maybe and, you could, and I'm just spitballing. I mean, maybe there's something where you you know you have to use your social security number or something, or you know something that verifies your age. 
Mm-hmm. That's about a kid's only identifier at that age. They don't have IDs at that age. Yeah. They only have a social security number. That's it. They can't so, even drive at a Malibu Grand Prix. I mean, they're <laughs> limited on ID choices. I think six. So I don't know. I, I look. I I'm all about the look. Everybody, the age on the internet is going to get younger until the day that toddlers are using it before they're speaking words. I know that's the case. Yeah, and I you know two year olds are going to have their own accounts at some point someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and look, I understand trying to retrofit it. I just think you have to be really careful with stuff like this, especially when you come out with an announcement like, we're doing this thing. It's going to be a hangout for kids. No kids under 13. And I feel like the creeps just start to fall out of the woodwork. Yeah, you and, know? and hopefully it could be used. And you don't want to be baiting with real people, but it's a good way for police to phantom an account that's not real and have all those creepazoids show up and just hit them up to catch a predator style start rounding up the filth and dropping it off of jail point. like we did in the past. It's like, so, oh, point. that's entrapment. Actually... How about I give zero shits if you were entrapped while being a petter ass? Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, we should redo To Catch a Predator and just have Eric Andre host it and he gets to do whatever he wants. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that would be hilarious and scary. Uh, moving on, cheese sticks have proved a businessman innocent of sexual assaults that he was accused of. Uh, This took place in the UK. Uh, The high court at Auckland heard the case. The sexual assaults are alleged by three separate men who say the businessman assaulted them in the year 2000, 2001, 2008, and 2016. Um, In the closing remarks, the defense lawyer named David, uh, David Jones told a jury complainant who says the businessman climbed into his bed in 2016 and touched him indecently must be lying. The testimony earlier in the trial, uh, the complainant said he had been eating cheese sticks to settle an upset stomach, and these were lying on the bed between him and the wall of his bedroom. He also said the businessman climbed onto the bed and laid between him and the wall. So the defense lawyer slammed his fist down and said, those cheese sticks would have been damaged. And he was right, according to the judge, because the judge said, yeah, he's absolutely right. If this dude had laid down in your bed, he would have smashed up your cheese sticks and ruined <laughs> it. And you already admitted that your cheese sticks were fine. And th- I mean, I'll tell you right now, this is the stuff that makes me intrigued about like like true lawyering, like being a good lawyer. It's not always about being able to prove somebody 100% innocent. It's about being able to catch somebody tripping up on their testimony and then filling in that gap later on with, uh, look, you couldn't have said this if you said that, and then all of a sudden the charges are dropped. This guy might be a creep. I can't tell you if the cheese sticks actually proved him innocent of these crimes. I can tell you that the lawyer was able to get him off the charges on that, which, I mean, hey, that's why they have the cases. That's why they hear the cases, right? The cheese sticks. I'm just thinking, like, how sloth are you? You just got like, but are, are these mozzie sticks or are these just cut up pieces of cheddar? I don't, I don't know. It I does. think it'd have to be a mozzie stick. You're not going to destroy a hard piece of cheddar if you climb on it naked. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, have you guys heard about NFTs or non non fungible tokens? This blockchain based way of of basically ensuring that royalties are always paid on art and uh, and digital content. Have you seen this? No. So basically what non-fungible token is, is it's a lot like Bitcoin where it's blockchain based and they will encrypt whatever piece of content you're talking about. This could be a, pe- a piece of art. It could be music. It could be a baseball card. That's actually the, the sports cards are starting to go over to NFTs now. Uh, very heavily and what it guarantees is that let's say I make the picture and then I sell it to you Drew 
you go and sell it to another guy and it gets sold 67 times down the line because I'm the one that encrypted it originally with my, you know, name or whatever, I'm going to get a royalty off of that every single time it's sold for the rest of time. Oh, wow. And I, I will always be taken care of because it is actually mine and mm -hmm. I'm the one that issued it. So um, this story, I'm, I'm promised I'm getting to a real news that sounds fake. A Brooklyn-based film director is simultaneously mocking this uh, new non-fungible tokens uh, thing by selling a year's worth of fart audio clips recorded in quarantine. Um, he's <laughs> mocking it and attempting to profit off of it. He says, quote, if people are selling digital art and gifts, why not sell farts? Uh, his why not? NFT, one calendar year of recorded farts, began incubating in March 2020 at the beginning of the lockdown uh, when he and four of his friends began farting into, into mics and sharing it on WhatsApp. Uh, on the one-year anniversary, uh, by which point Mills had actually completed his uh, his fart masterpiece, I guess the master collection. Um, he's got it on the on the market now, and its uh, top bid paid for the file is one hundred and eighty-three dollars. So he's making money off of selling a year's worth of recorded farts. It's actually happening, and uh, I what feel a like time maybe to be alive. Everybody should turn on their mics this weekend and just catch what happens because it might be <laughs> in a NFT type material, you know. Yeah, blow out the market doing that. I mean, Tanner, especially if you cry at the end of the the director's cut, you know, you can you get, get a just squeaky a little cry fart. Cry. You make a million yeah. yen. And I gotta go right now too. I don't think it'd be very squeaky. Oh uh, yeah, that was just a bowel movement. That's not it. Got removed by. Oh. All right, Mark, is that it? That's it. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hear it daily at 1059thebrew.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.